Welcome to Booze and Cartoons, a show where we drink adult beverages and watch kids' shows. My name's Eric Pullman. I'm Courtney. Just boring old Courtney today. Yeah, because we didn't drink, so... Yeah. It's a weekday! Come on, guys. New work schedules, new life, new podcasting. Yeah. New us. We may never drink again. <laughs> <laughs> That's the correct response. And this week, we watched season two and three of Steven Universe. Oh, man. She loved it. <laughs> it was so good. Couldn't stop her. Couldn't, she didn't even blink. Yeah. Just watched it. Just couldn't stop. Over and over. Yeah. So, spoilers, by the way. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah. So, where do you want to start? Um... I don't know. I never start out. You're supposed to be starting out. So this is really fun. Um, season <laughs> I can two, tell. yeah. <laughs> season two and season three just take off with story, and I can't even like. There's just so much in my head right now. It's hard to pick a starting spot. So let's start from the very beginning, where uh, they just finished beating up the homeworld people and so the first order of business is to find Peridot. They know she's on Earth, they look for her, they can't find her. They're also looking for the weird big thing, the weird big fusion gem. Malachite? Malachite. So there's like little things where Garnet will pop out of the ocean be like, nope, couldn't find her. Um, but they're also looking for Peridot and Peridot keeps popping up. They see her at one place and she gets away a few times. And she starts sending messages back to Homeworld via this, like, relay tower. And they destroy it. And then somehow the relay tower keeps getting busted up and fixed. And the message keeps getting sent. And you find out that it's Pearl. It's like, I want to feel strong. So every time the um, tower gets rebuilt, they fuse Garnet and Pearl fuse to bust it up. Yeah, and they form Sardonyx. Yeah. And you find out at the end of the episode... Uh, that Pearl's been rebuilding it, and it makes Garnet feel real dirty because she she's all about that uh yeah that fusion life like she takes fusion super seriously yeah like fusion is definitely like sex yeah I mean if they didn't make it clear enough in the Alone Together episode where Connie and Steven fuse but like yeah it's it's super weird and uh, yeah so it's very very personal to Garnet personal to most of the gems but we talked about before with like their personalities kind of fusing together that's what like pearl is after because garnet is this big powerful leader type than amethyst and <laughs> and pearl's a sub <laughs> <laughs> look at you making inappropriate jokes Girl, sorry <laughs> if you're not keeping it clean here i don't this whole place will crumble <laughs> you know nothing not but charge. dirty jokes oh uh, yep yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Pearl's a sub. Amethyst has the whip. Just really goes together. And the cool, like a cool thing about that episode that I really like is that like Amethyst figures it out like very quickly what Pearl's up to, mm-hmm. and she kind of like gets it. She's like, yeah, well, you know, Garnet feels fucking good to be inside. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like it when I'm Garnet. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that sets off like a little mini arc of like the dissonance between Pearl and Poochie Garnet. Sorry. It's when I'm not drinking that <laughs> my brain gets all wonky. So yeah, there's that. There's a really cool episode where Greg needs to go get something from another state 
invites Steven, Steven invites Garnet, Garnet and or uh, Ruby and Sapphire split because they're mad at each other. They're like warring inside because Sapphire is kind of like. So are you more like Ruby or are you more like Sapphire? <laughs> I'm Ruby. Are you kidding <laughs> You're me? Ruby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I am the fiery, passionate one. You're the cold-hearted bitch. <laughs> if I feel so funny because I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> if we were Garnet, like that's. <laughs> I was I was going to say something similar, though. I feel like I feel like everybody takes a turn being like, "Hey, man, maybe you should chill out," and be like, "I'm an eternal flame, baby." <laughs> yeah, but I'm right. So there's it's that. It's <laughs> true. Um, more cold-hearted than you. Yep. Um, what else? So <laughs> Segway. Segway. So, and then, you know, Greg needs if to go. there's one thing this podcast <laughs> is known for, it's our segways. <laughs> Just gentle segways. Yeah. Gold-hearted bitch. And, and then, then we... Steven dies. <laughs> oh my gosh. Spoilers. Spoilers. Um, no, the cool, I like Greg's going to like get a washer brush for his car wash or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're at like this cheesy motel and... Um, it was real cool because he's like meeting this guy on Craigslist essentially. So he's saying bye to Steven. He's like, "Well, it's time for me to go see a man about a washer brush. If I'm not back in an hour, call the police." <laughs> <laughs> and I liked it. And it's really cool because so sapphires are used on Homeworld to see the future. Like that's what they're used for to predict the outcomes of battles. And so as Sapphire by herself, that's like all she does. Like, not all she does. She's more than just her future vision, but... But that's what she does. Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense, and it... Yeah, yeah so yeah, Steven's yeah. like, what channel would I like the most? And he's like, 42, but there's nothing really on. And then Greg comes in, notices that it's cold. He has a pizza box in his hand. He's like, uh, where's Steven? He's like, he's in the van. He's not going to like that they're squares. <laughs> and he brings the pizza out. Steven opens the box and like, what? Pizza cut into squares? What's <laughs> wrong with this place? It's pretty good. I like that. That's mm-hmm. a fun relationship. And then they stay together for the kid eventually. Like. Yeah. Lit- oh, God. Because <laughs> Steven's like, I blame myself. Are you guys going to get a divorce? And they're both like, oh, no, we've upset Steven. And let's make it work because Steven's upset and we want him to not be upset anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's what they do. And it's... But it's like if they stayed together for the kids in a polygamous relationship because they stay together as Garnet and then they sort of re re up with Pearl and like, well, we need to do this for Steven. And then there's an episode where they almost die chasing Peridot and they get back together fully, <laughs> uh, Pearl and Garnet. And so that's nice. That Eventually, nice. like after some just stupid, like I hated Peridot at first, um... Stupid, like, evasions. Like, she slowly flies away on her little hand copter, like, a few times. It's like, really? Can throw Amethyst? Like, that one time you threw her, like, across the world to hit a giant floating eye? Like, with perfect accuracy. And uh, so they finally do catch her. And you realize that she's a little gem? She's a tiny little gem. She had limb augmentations on her legs and arms. Because Peridots don't have, like, as strong of gem powers. So they get augmented to be awesome. There's a theory flying around the internet that they were the strongest. World, Sorry, homeworld gems are not made like the newer homeworld homeworld gems are not made 
with the higher quality of the older homeworld gems. So some of the newer gems that are getting popped out of kindergartners, kindergartens all over the place just don't have powers, or at least it's not as emphasized. Because like Parrot can't pull a weapon out of her gem. Mm-mm. She, um, at first, has no powers whatsoever, so she's just this tech gem who, without her limb enhancers, without her equipment, she's a toddler. Very smart. Like, that's her, like, go-to. Like, I don't know if it's ever confirmed, but she probably made her own limb limb enhancements, and she tries to on Earth, too. She also builds a drill that we'll talk about later. (laughs) (laughs) Segway. Yeah, so then after they capture Peridot, there's actually a very brief time where she's like, ah, no, homeworld for life, Uh, before she starts, like, listening to Steven. First, it's, like, to survive, like, I guess, and... Then she, at one point, gets her hands on something that'll let her contact Homeworld. And she does and realizes, uh, these guys are dicks. And calls her, her, uh... Diamond. Her diamond. Her yellow diamond? Yeah. Her yellow diamond. The C word. <laughs> Claude. Yeah. So then that's the Peridot arc. And then, um, they eventually... Lapis... And Malachite, Malachite, right? That's the, the big thing. Yeah, Malachite, the big girl's thing. They break up. They break up. And it's like messes up Lapis because Fusion is so personal and she did it out of hatred. But then she, for so long, was fused with Jasper that she kind of loves Jasper or loves like the Fusion, loves the closeness that she had there. And so that messes her up, and then she's like, well, I don't belong here on Earth. I don't belong in Homeworld. Um, where go? Where go? Where go, Art, though? Steven, where go? Yeah. He's like, well, you don't stay here in this barn, but Earth is pretty great. You can go wherever. And they do, like, a little trip. But yeah, no, the, the cool thing about the Jasper Malachite Lapis thing was that it really freaked out everybody in Steven Universe land in the fandom because people had an argument over whether or not Lapis was the abuser or Jasper was the abuser in this clearly abusive relationship. And it just was kind of interesting that there can't seem to be, in that fandom anyway, a clear winner because, like you said, it was so... They were one person, Mm -hmm. you know, and it becomes a cycle. And... Yeah. It's interesting. It is interesting, especially like looking at them as separate gems. Like, Jasper is the dick. Like, clearly, Jasper is the bad one. But she gets real, real thirsty for that fusion <laughs> real quickly. Like, oh my gosh. Like, she went from being like, no, man, fusion's disgusting and gross. And that's just what like little baby gems do. Jasper become, does? Yeah, to yeah. become a giant big gem. And then she like fuses with Lapis, has like their weird sub dom relationship and then just fuses with fucking everybody like yeah. just trying to fuse oh this episode's God. brought to you by 50 shades of gray <laughs> yeah talk about which gems a sub and which one's a dom <laughs> the answer might surprise you <laughs> they're all all of it <laughs> yep Ugh. yeah and so that's and then oh sorry lapis ends up back at the barn and yeah. so she's roommates with uh, Peridot. And they're adorable, but they didn't get along initially because, you know, the whole Peridot, like, kidnapping her and things. Mm-hmm. And 
But yeah, then they, they become... They are so going to fuse soon, like, in... Up until, like, the most recent episode we've watched, they have not fused. But they're gonna... Gonna fuse. Yeah. They have to. Otherwise, I won't watch the show anymore. Yeah. I mean, fucking Amethyst and Steven fused. That was really cool. That was super cool. Yeah. I like them a lot. Mm-hmm. Smoky Quartz. Smoky Quartz. Yeah, so... That's essentially the Peridot slash Lapis arc. Yeah. Then what else? Oh, yeah, we learned a whole bunch of new things about Homeworld. Mm-hmm. Just through, like, and that's not even just, like, a single episode. Just kind of throughout, we see that um, clearly Homeworld doesn't value fusion very much mm-hmm. because they've started making a cluster um, of just all broken gems around the planet and turning, like, just fusing them all together to be as big as the planet essentially yeah which is the new big bad guy in season two is that they need to go build this drill so that they can destroy the cluster before it emerges and destroys the earth mm-hmm. and um steven and garnet go and check it out like their little subterranean thing and they find all like the weird gross gem monster practice clusters essentially yeah. like just arms stuck together and legs stuck together and oh, it's messed up gross hulking things and yeah so and then um garnet has her own flashback of ruby and sapphire how they got together so and good. blue diamond was ruby and sapphire's diamond originally and um she makes some comments in that episode about how like clearly she knows what fusion is and she just didn't like, like, what was acceptable were, like, same gems fusing together. Mm-hmm. Like, rubies who are small and relatively weak could fuse to make bigger rubies. And that was, like, a common practice. Rubies fuse all the time to make bigger rubies and fight. Yeah. But you didn't fuse with other gems. Especially not a soldier versus the gem's right hand sapphire like that was a big no-no yeah like the two different gems the other people like the other gems in the area in the court were like we've never even seen two different gems fuse we didn't know that was possible sapphire and ruby didn't know it was possible but blue diamond makes a comment that's like like she's not surprised so the diamonds know about different gems fusing clearly Mm -hmm. but her outrage is that uh get the fuck out my sapphire Essentially, because sapphires are so much higher up in the class system than rubies. Yeah. And then ruby and sapphire form garnet forever and become crystal gems. Yeah. And we get to see the early rebellion rose and pearl. Mm-hmm. Well, there's already a rebellion at that point, right? Because this was like sapphire. That's that early rebellion. Yep. Sapphire was supposed to. They were supposed to win the battle easily, and it turned. Especially in one of the big turning points was the fusion, like because yeah. it caused so much confusion on the diamond side the homeworld side that the battle turned mm-hmm. in favor of the rebellion and so it's just this big whole thing and then they run away and join the rebellion because they were immediately shunned like this dedicated soldier and the right hand of blue diamond essentially were both shunned instantly and they're like um fuck you yeah so homeworld has this really like we talked about really serious class system like we talk uh peridot talks about it a lot with like well pearls don't do this and pearls don't do that and yeah. pearls are these little servants and, and like handmaidens both essentially. make giant robots and fight each other yes which is a cool episode 
So like there's, you're not supposed to go above your station. Oh, and also because you can make gems just fucking anywhere. It's just that they don't value certain gems. Like it's about rarity. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, well, we can just make a million rubies. Even Ruby says that about herself. Like, who gives a shit if I get shattered? There's, like, a bazillion of me. Yeah. And that's, like, to have that so ingrained that you would say that about yourself, like, your own individual psyche is is pretty messed up. Yeah. So it's heavy, heavy stuff. Um, The diamonds don't value anybody. There's the, in Monster Reunion, Steven discovers that he can, with his healing spit, sort of non, like, briefly non-corrupt get a gem non-corrupted, mm-hmm. spend some time with the centipedal mother, and she tells her story about how the, after the rebellion, the diamonds just say, well, fuck it. Everything yeah. on Earth is going to get corrupted, then fuck it. And all these weird gem messed up things that we've been seeing since day one. That we thought were just monsters. Yeah, like, are actually... It took a little bit till they realized that they're corrupted gems, and it took even a while, even longer to realize why they're corrupted. So... Heavy stuff. Heavy stuff about Homeworld. Homeworld's not looking really great. Mm-hmm. Um, what I like about season two and three is that there's not a whole ton of... um. There's not like a big bad evil guy. There's not like this big impending doom feeling. There's the cluster. But even that like gets resolved. Once they find it, it essentially gets resolved in, in an episode. Yeah. So it's a lot of um backstory... Like, really cool backstory of everyone. Like you said, there's the Garnet, uh, the Ruby and Sapphire backstory. Um, there's a lot of the Rebellion backstory, which is just really cool. Because you spend the first season where they start alluding to it, going like, well, well what? <laughs> like, what Rebellion? What? Who is? Who are the Diamonds? Who is Rose Quartz? And then they tell you. Another real cool thing, like, I think we should back up, is Connie gets fucking badass in season two. Mm-hmm. She, it's funny, because she um, is Pearl. She is human Pearl, and Pearl sees that, because they keep saying Pearls were these were literal servants, and not good for anything, and this Pearl is super badass. And so Connie's like, well, I'm just a human. Like, what can I do? And Pearl teaches her how to surf sword fight, and... God, that's a good episode. <laughs> and then it's really cool because Steven is not offensive at all. He has his shield. He has his bubble. He has, like, that stuff. So they become the sword and shield. They become one fighter. A couple times, literally, where they fuse and shield, sword. Awesome. Just fucking so sweet. Yeah. It's pretty great. Like, they're really beefing up for, like, Rebellion Type 2. And um, so lots and lots and lots of things happen. Another big thing is is the different things that we learn about Rose Quartz and how in season one, she's this big mural above the door, like this, like, yeah, she's been so great. She led this rebellion. She was so strong. She made everyone feel great. All she wanted was peace and love and, you know, hippie stuff. And then Steven learns that, like, no, man, she fucked shit up. She fucked shit up hardcore and made mistakes. She shattered a diamond. And she shattered a diamond. And Pink Diamond. Yeah, it's nuts. It is nuts. And Pink Diamond was her, like, direct diamond. Um, and in, according to theories, based on some of the murals on the moon, Pink Diamond's one of the younger diamonds, or at least had not like conquered as many worlds 
as the other diamonds. White diamond is kind of the big, big one. The mural is all these other planets around met white her. diamond? No. No. And in their, like, signal, their, what, their diamond signal, symbol, she's on top. So then there's, like, white diamond, so left you say and right is... She's the dove? Clearly. Clearly. Yeah. I know you were all wondering, listeners. Like, <laughs> well, which of the diamonds is the dom white oh, diamond it's white, white diamond. diamond yeah for sure pink diamond was like blue diamond is the so. sub like no way blue diamond the little just because she cries a little bit doesn't mean that she's the sub jesus okay. one time and all of a sudden <laughs> the sub forever that's rude <sighs> maybe we should stop this bit <laughs> maybe maybe we've, we've worn this, this one is- out our bit honey <laughs> i think this is your thing now <laughs> you started it i'll no. replay the tapes <laughs> you can, okay play the tapes i'll just be right i'm the editor i can make it sound like whatever i want <laughs> god damn it uh now i lost my train of thought white diamond that's all i remember <laughs> yeah then uh and then some of the really super newer episodes you get to see yellow diamond and blue diamond kind of interact when their own like quiet time and what you were saying earlier about like there being no clear villains like the fact that they show that blue diamond is just mourning and has no understanding of humans as like unique things that Mm -hmm. are like worthwhile and then yellow diamond that's just got her boner for fighting people and war and all that stuff yeah like how she grieves is different like she's gonna get aggressive and offensive and Mm -hmm. it's it's interesting that like oh man like a I kind of like the villains too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, villains are nuanced and fun. Oh, I should also mention there's still so many good songs. Yes. The sword fighting episode has one of the best songs. Just so good. And then they have the like Mr. Greg episode where it's just all songs. Yeah, there's a song of how it's weird because Stevens how old now? Like. Nine, ten years old? He's, he's a kid. He's like 14. 14? Really? Yeah, he had a birthday. Interesting. So he would be 15, I forget. There's an episode where Stephen, Greg, and Pearl go to the city. And however old Stephen is, like it's the first time that Pearl realizes, you won. You won, Greg. Like You were the love of uh, Rose Quartz's life. And she has a song where it's like, it's over, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it over? It's over. Isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> isn't it over? Sorry. Uh, but yeah, that's the song. It's like, wait, I lost. Like, and because she hated Greg, like for she, it's essentially like Rose Quartz isn't here anymore because of Greg, and like that's a bad thing. And now it's like, nope, that's just a thing. That's just a thing that happened. Now we have Stephen. We're all still okay. This is her, like, getting over that. Cool episode. Super cool episode. Yep. That's what I like about even the filler episodes in the Seeming Universe, our character growth, are mm-hmm. a lot of just really, really nifty stuff. So what else in season one, two, and three? There's just a lot. Yeah. There's just a lot. And I don't want to, like, just recap every episode mm-hmm. and do that, but, like, I think those are the, the, the biggest things. We're finding out about Homeworld. Shit's not over with on Homeworld. Yeah. With uh, the transmission to Yellow Diamond from Peridot. Now Mm -hmm. we know that things are going on on Earth. They send rubies. 
Yep, they send rubies. Rubies have been reporting back that there's a Steven, that there are other gems. The crystal gems are not corrupted. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just livening up. And then um, up to the newest episodes where Steven is kidnapped and put on trial as Rose Quartz for his mom's crimes. Yeah. And but it's cool because they use, like, the American justice system where, like, innocent until proven guilty. So he still gets a lawyer, too. And the lawyer essentially proves that Rose Quartz might not have killed Pink Diamond, like, by accident, essentially. Yeah. And so that's super cool. That, that's all new stuff. Oh, my God. Watch. Just watch this. It's yep. it's getting good. Good shit's about on, to... it's on hiatus right now. So if you're starting, you've got lots of time mm-hmm. before the new episodes are coming out. And you can get caught up. Yeah. You should. The only like thing that I wanted to mention, too, was that one gem. What was the gem's name that we were talking about earlier? You have to be... The gem that wanted to crack gems. Oh, bismuth. Bismuth. Yeah. So... Stephen, uh, in his lion place, when he enters lion, uh, noticed that there's a gem, a bubble gem, and just assumed it was bad. And then talks about it with the other three. They figure out that it's bismuth. They release bismuth. They're all buddies. They're all hanging out. And they're like, well, um, God, I forget what's... um, Did bismuth remember being poofed by... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, she just didn't like say it right away because none of the other gems knew where she was, and it turns yep. out they had been friends. They fought in the rebellion together. She was the the bla- uh, <coughs> not, not the blacks yeah the blacksmith yeah. So she made all the weapons for the rebellion, mm-hmm. and um, it turns out that um, Stephen's having like a real crisis of conscience. Like, no, my mom's good. Why would my mom poof you and bubble you? And you find out at the end of the episode that Bismuth had created a weapon that would instantly crack gems. Like, it was a gauntlet that had, like, a big drill point on the end. When you punched, it would punch through gems and shatter them instantly. And you're like, oh, okay, I, I see now mm-hmm. why you're in a bubble in a lion. Yeah, and what makes that interesting and intriguing is that then we find out like, okay, so she poofed you and bubbled you and never told anyone that that happened because you were going to crunch gems. But then, like, then you find out that Rose Quartz shattered Pink Diamond and, like, that doesn't add yeah. up. And, okay, well, then who the hell did it then? And mm-hmm. So there are tons and tons of different theories out there over who shattered who and all that biz, what happened to Pink Diamond, including, like, Yellow diamond shattering pink diamond, pearl shattering pink diamond, mm-hmm. um, other things with a sword shattering pink diamond. Yeah, there's so basically going up to the recently recent like episodes past season three, even though that's what we said we're going to talk about uh, during the trial. What delays the trial or potentially saves Stephen is that his lawyer says that pink diamond was killed in, in her palanquin. Palanquin? Yep. Palanquin. Palanquin. <laughs> God, I hate that word. Which was well guarded. So somehow somebody got past the guards into the palanquin and shattered the diamond. Yes, and Rose Quartz was already pretty famous at that time. And all the Rose Quartzes 
that even looked sort of like rose quartz were already like subdued at that point. Mm-hmm. So the question was, well, how did they get past the guards? How did they get into the palanquin and then shatter the diamond? It must have been somebody close to Pink Diamond. So that's like the cliffhanger right now. And everyone's like, fuck. Yeah, so my theory is that Pearl was actually Pink Diamond's Pearl. And that she shattered him. Ooh, that would be cray-cray. It would be cray-cray, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. Because there's no like mention of what happened to her Pearl. So... Let's hit what God fucking watch Steven Universe. If you don't watch anything else that we've recommended, watch <laughs> Steven Universe. Jesus Christ, it's so good. <laughs> the music's so good. I'll probably put up another video of one of the music moments in Steven Universe. I'll probably put up um, Do It For Him. Yeah, well, and this, this show also handles like pretty progressive topics right now like lgbtq and stuff Mm -hmm. and it's just it's just a normal thing it's just it's not it's a non-issue yeah it's just oh yeah well pearl was in love with rose quartz and then all these gems are ladies so if they love each other they're they're loving each other you know Mm -hmm. and we say that but parents like it's not super in your face especially because uh the gems are all feminine but they're essentially (laughs) just amorphous space rocks they are like personified by these projections that appear feminine but sometimes they appear feminine sometimes yeah i didn't basically they just use the pronouns (laughs) it wasn't until like halfway through season three that i realized that they're all girls like i was like no jasper's a guy and cordy's like no (laughs) (laughs) no no jasper's not (laughs) still technically like has the he she or she her stuff attached to her and like oh okay interesting i also thought garnet was a dude for a bit anyways got them hips though yeah them hips though and the dance was what really sold it yeah 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 fusion <laughs> dance a lot so yeah parents it's not like oh i can't watch my kids watch that, that or let my kids watch that then they do it so well that it's just two characters either in love or to characters fusing. Like, if for anyone worried about, like, whoa, they... they... They're not going to turn your frogs gay. Yeah. <laughs> turn your fucking frogs gay! <laughs> Christ! You did that so well. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, next week... God, I'm pretty excited about next week, actually. Yeah. So next week starts... Um, October. October. Spooky October. <gasps> we should do Spookly. Spookly Square Pop. That's a yeah. movie, though. Come on. We'll- we can do it as one of our movie minutes. Fine. But yeah, uh, so we're starting Spooky Cartoon Week, and I'm excited. We're starting with Danny Phantom. <laughs> Which I'm pretty excited about. Uh, so yeah, we're starting with Danny Phantom next week. Uh, we know for a fact that we're doing um, two episodes of Gravity Falls and then covering Over the Garden Wall. But we just recently reshifted our schedule a little bit, so we're looking for suggestions, actually. If you want to suggest a spooky TV show for us to watch mm. after Danny Phantom, uh, feel free to hit us up on Twitter. Um, but other than that, that's all I got. All right, cool. Bye. Bye. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Booze and Cartoons. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. 
If you did, go check out this episode and other episodes at PullmanPodcast.com. And follow us on Twitter at PullmanPodcast. Yep. And uh, while you're over at PullmanPodcast.com, you can check out another podcast that I do with a couple of my buddies, Mitch and Nick, called We Meant to Do That. It's the guys going and doing cool things around the neighborhood and then coming back to podcast about it. It sure is. It's a lot of fun. So please check that out. And also, uh, if you like or even if you didn't like and are just curious about the introduction theme, it was made by a very talented man named Chris McRae. You can find him at Bandcamp at Chris McRae Vox or at his website, McRaeCompositions.com.